Hi, everyone. We're really excited about this episode. Can't wait for you to hear it. We talk about glowing up, reality show wraps, and bodyguards. Oh. You were there. I know, but now it feels so foreign. Okay, we'll see you at the end. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 74 of 10K Dollar Day, and I'm Allison Burns. I'm Lulu Picard. And it's a guest Googler episode. Who do we have with us here today, Lulu? We have Rebecca Siegel. Everyone say hey. They just did it. They did it. I heard them. They participated, I'm sure. It like echoed around the world. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) I love that. Whoever they were near, they just heard them all of a sudden saying to no one, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Just, (laughs) but then they they saw each other. Like two people just walked across (gasps) the sidewalk. And they both both went, hey. And they went, oh. You listened to 10K Dollar Day. Oh, did we just make a love connection? Did they just get married? Oh, my oh. God. I want an invitation. We will totally appear at your wedding. Oh, Ooh. That would be fun. I will sing a song. New bucket list. <laughs> you could marry them. I want it. <gasps> I would totally get my license for that. You need to get your efficient license so that you can marry the our bays. listeners who just met on the street saying hi. Oh, my gosh. You guys, this is a good it's story. Good. Things are going good. Yeah. yeah. We started off on a good note. <laughs> <laughs> What's that you said about yes and? What's that? Yes. Um, so Rebecca's and? here. She has been, I have to tell you guys, she has been binging the podcast yes. since we asked her to be on it. And I think that that is hilarious. But in in bits and pieces, right? Like you didn't go chronologically. You didn't go I exactly. Ridiculously, back. strangely out of order. Like I went like a week ago and then I went like a month ago and then maybe like <laughs> six months ago. How are you picking what to listen to? Um, well, the first, the one I, hmm, one was like the most recent one. Okay. okay. One was when I could hear that, uh, that maybe the guest Googler had done a 10K day as well. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then one was because of Vanessa Ray, who's a pretty little liar. Yes. Because <laughs> I love her. We love her too. Yeah. Yeah. She's so awesome. I fangirled out for that one. Yeah. And then I listened great. to one that was just the two of you guys. That was just. Maybe, like, I don't even, I was just, yeah, just I was just playing by the living my life. I don't know that Yeah, people yeah. always ask, you know, um, what order should you listen to of our podcasts? And it really doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. It's like Law and Order. It's a new, <laughs> do you, no, really. No, it's I like get it. Yeah. I felt like I could get you know? exactly what was going on. It's yeah. a procedural. It's a procedural. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter. You're right. So sequence. There you go. It's always sounded so like clinical and disgusting and it, to me. Well, procedural. procedural. I know. And if there is something that we reference, then it gives you that incentive to be like, I gotta find that episode. That happened to me in the Vanessa episode. You oh. talked about a story with your vacuum. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. So now I've asked what episode that was, and that's the next one I'm going to listen yeah. to. Yeah. Oh. So we're not gonna give yeah, you any spoil spoilers it. on that. Nope. It's good. And this one is. This story has gone down in history. It sure has. Yeah. Um, do you have any updates on it? For our um, old listeners, the update is I still have it and got it, and uh, I have still not paid for it. Is it working okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, it. it um, I've had to Google a lot of things about how to take care of it, <laughs> like how to clean it. It hurts about keeping. Yeah, it has. So if you have, if you have not been listening since the beginning, um, first of all, welcome, and secondly, uh, we're referencing a vacuum that. <laughs> 
told about in Direct Line to the Universe. I think it's mm-hmm. episode eight-ish, maybe. Um, but it's definitely called Direct Line to the Universe. Maybe it's six. And she tells the story in uh, about the vacuum. And then we get an update about the vacuum in Finding Navajo with Vanessa Ray. Mm-hmm. So those are the two episodes that you're going to want to catch up on to hear that. And P.S., thirdly... This is 10K Dollar Day, the <laughs> comedy podcast about imaginary luxury travel, right? Yeah, that's correct. So every week, what do we do? We pick a different place in the world, and we try to spend $10,000 there in one day. So it's real research, imaginary travel. Absolutely. Oh, I, that was so... Um, I, I was assuming that was a tagline. Uh, it's just something I say. Wow. It's good, though. Oh, thanks. We could, like, get shirts that say that. I always to tell people that real it's research like my thing. I know but it, you said it even with like a cadence like oh real research imaginary, imaginary travel. travel yeah it's good Thanks, I see guys. you in a blazer and like a white background oh yeah I've done that <laughs> not for this but <laughs> just for fun anyways just for fun. Uh, so Rebecca's here. She's really excited. Have you been on a podcast before? No, I've never been on a podcast. And this is my actual, like, on my bucket list exciting <gasps> thing. Ooh. I'm not even kidding. Um, I have uh, I have graced podcasts in different ways. I've been talked about a, a lot on a couple podcasts that one of my friends have gone on. Okay. Which has um, been complimentary, but... As I expressed to Lulu, uh, very anxiety-provoking. Sure. I don't have control of what they're saying about me. And, right. you know, do I sound okay? I, you know. So I had some stress with that. And then um, most recently, I uh, I wrote a rap that was played on a podcast. Ooh. Um, what was the topic of the rap? Well, so I want to save it because it's my obsession. Okay, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, no, that's a great, it's actually a great segue. Right? Well, I want to talk about the other stuff first. What's the yeah, before yeah. obsession? What? We're going to cut that. Don't yeah. worry. That's how. Like, being funny as a woman. Oh, oh, you want to do that first. Yeah. Gotcha. Don't we always do it first? Yeah. That's what I have in my template. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. I, don't I know. <laughs> I'm like you. I haven't listed my number on yeah, my I phone. Yeah, I have a template. I have a template. Okay. So, Rebecca, you live in Orlando now. Yes. You've also lived in New York City. Yeah. And you have a really extensive improv background, which I love because I came up through improv yeah. as well. That was my first acting training. And I think it's I think it's so useful to go through life with improv Absolutely. training. You know, like what are, what are some things that people could bring into their everyday life from improv? That's a great life lesson. Yeah. I mean, honestly, there's so many different ones. Um, we talk about as I teach improv as well, so we talk about um, listening to each other, right? I mean, you can't do good improv without listening to your scene partner. And in life, we get so in our own head, just like we do doing comedy or when all that pressure's on us, that we forget to listen to the people around us, whether it's listening to what they're saying or reading their energy or their body language. Uh, And so in improv, that's a necessity, and in life it is as well. And I think with improv, it can get people to sort of hone that listening skill uh, I do, I sort of recommend anytime someone is stressed out in a scene or is overwhelmed or feels like they're not being funny to just take a deep breath and look at the other person, look at how they're holding themselves, look at how they're making a facial expression and then make a statement about that. And so if someone you know, has their arm crossed, it's like, you're angry at me. And it kind of is a true statement. You're but it's listening also to an them. offer. It's also an offer. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's really great. And I also think that improv, there's such a an idea of the greater good. 
yeah, of the scene sure. that you kind of have to adopt. And so going into any project, whether you're a business person or a theater person or whatever, kind of going, what does the project need? What does the scene oh, need? Yeah. And what does it not need? You know, like Oof. what what's extraneous and going to like yeah. derail the project? Or what is does it need something? And am I the person that should bring that in? Then I should bring it in and not be scared oh, yeah. about it. I started doing improv when I, I grew up in New York City. And then I moved to Orlando after college. And I started doing improv when I was about 12. And one of the first like real like long experiences I had with improv was doing uh, doing it at my arts camp that I went to, which is the best place ever. Bucks Rock Performing and Visual Arts Camp, <laughs> plugging it out, best place ever. Um, and so I did improv there. And we all had this idea to what you're saying that walk-ons, which if you don't do improv is like coming into a scene and making an offer, adding something that the scene needs. You didn't start the scene. You come in to join the people who started the scene. Exactly. Yeah. We all thought that walk-ons were basically walking across the stage, <laughs> yelling something. <laughs> And so sometimes it would be like, if the problem in the scene was they didn't have enough money, people would be like, cash here, cash here. And it was like completely unhelpful, like unnecessary. And then you just walk out. And so as like a third player, you haven't helped the scene. You just did something that you thought was funny. You got to be this funny moment. You haven't helped the scene at all. And I feel like that goes to what you're saying is like, you have to prioritize the scene over yourself. Yeah. We were at Comedy Warehouse and I don't remember, I wish I remember which actor this was, but... Um, there was a scene, there were like two people in the scene, and then a third actor walked in and literally looked around and went, and out loud said, I don't think I should have come in this room. Oh. And walked away because he realized he had nothing. He didn't really it's think It's hard to through. have that self-awareness, though. That's funny, though. It is. Well, I mean, then you just say it. You yeah. say the truth. I love that. Yeah. But he wasn't trying to be funny. He literally was just telling the other actors, don't worry, I realize I'm extra. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> You can continue your scene. That's awesome. I always try to um, sit on my impulses to walk in a scene like an extra like 30 seconds. And then if it's still necessary, then I'll go in. Oh, yeah. What are the obstacles do you think that funny women have? Because I'm really interested in this. I'm sure that Allie is too. As opposed to funny men. Mm. I, I have come across people who have literally said... In a green room, I don't think women are funny. Yeah. And they say it in a way that they just expect it's an assumption that everyone has and that that's not, it's not like discrimination. It's just the way they feel. Yeah. Like men are funny and women can be foils. 100%. Right? Yeah, I get that. So what do you think it is that makes people, Is it, do we have a different type of comedy that doesn't resonate with other people or do people literally not think? think we have the ability to have that timing like let's break this down I think for someone who feels that way because I've been I have been really lucky especially in my adult life to be in environments that have been very supportive of female improvisers Um, and I've been lucky to at my current theater like never feel that being a female was holding me back in any way but obviously doing it for almost 20 years there's been experiences on all sides Um, I think that those people who feel that way are sort of responding to what is sort of a cycle because, and it's an issue with women. It's an issue with people of any kind of diversity. If you don't see yourself doing something, if you don't see people that look like you doing something, you're less likely to start doing it. Right. Absolutely. So as a woman Mm -hmm. growing up, you're, you're not watching 
I mean, Ghostbusters is such a funny example because I was going to say you don't see women Ghostbusters. You do, and then they <laughs> trash the series, but right. um, which is complicated and I don't have an opinion on. Um, but I really don't. But you don't see people that are like you doing things, mm-hmm. and then you're mm-hmm. less likely to start doing them. So there's less women that enter comedy, first of all, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. And then also, we're not really given the chance a lot of times to be these like wild, bossy, crazy kids because we're called bossy, right? So as little girls and we're being wild and silly and crazy, we're told like we're too much, Mm -hmm. we're precocious, we're bossy. Be nice, be sweet. Yeah. Yeah, because funny women sometimes have to go all the way over to crude in order to be heard. To break to break the the veil of being told to settle down, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when we were at Comedy Warehouse which I'm very grateful for having worked there. I met some of my best friends there, and it was such a great way to grow up as an actor. However, if they had five male actors, they were allowed to go on with the show. If we had five <gasps> female, they downed the show. You're breaking my heart. Oh, breaking my heart, too. Yeah. Because it meant that if you're doing a scene and wow. you call for a mother, a man can walk out and drag, and that's fine, mm. and even play the truth, because they were very big on playing the truth in the scene at that at that improv house, which is great, oh my and gosh. yet a woman, you couldn't, you clearly couldn't do that with five women. Oh my gosh, my blood the woman like... can't walk out as the man. No, why? Why? Right. Would, that's yeah. no, no one, one would believe think. it. It's so funny because this is something actually that Ellen just talked about on her show like oh, really? a couple days ago. She Did had you hear this, it? Yeah, she had a whole thing about how. Uh, men in the workplace are encouraged to be funny. They're encouraged to have a sense of humor and how women in the workplace, it is frowned upon. Like you're not supposed to have a sense of humor and just how backwards that is. Mm-hmm. And she did this whole monologue about it. Um, but it's, it, I think it's something that's being talked about right now. Yeah. Oh, I d- and, and I want to acknowledge that I do think that there's a lot of environments where it's not the case so much anymore. Mm-hmm. And there's sure. so many environments where women are being promoted and acknowledged and people of diversity are being acknowledged, people with different perspectives. Um, but, you know, 15 years ago when I was learning it's you know I definitely was I'm sure you have the same experience where you end up playing the wife the girlfriend the mother Mm -hmm. in every single scene and I don't think anybody I ever worked with in those environments especially when I was growing up were thinking oh she's not funny and she can only do this right it was it was natural I was one teenage girl with a group an improv group of six teenage boys it just sort of happened that way and so I think that goes back to Sort of saying about the cycle is like if men only see women playing the wife, the mother, right. the girlfriend, then they don't know that we can play the boss, the boss, mm-hmm. or like the teenage boy, or yeah. whatever crazy other things that we like. I actually play male characters a lot. I love playing male characters. Mm-hmm. I think it's the most fun thing. And people get like so confused when they realize I'm a guy, but it's it's fun. They're on board with it, you yeah. know. But they just have that moment of like, oh, she's a boy, and I'm like, yeah, I'm a boy. Like, yeah, you just gotta do yeah. it. Just gotta get out there. There's something strange about the way that people think that funny and feminine can't exist. Well, that's hand in hand. Yeah, that's a whole other. Oh yeah, other like bag of tricks. We don't have to really get into that. But it's I'm I'm kind of fascinated about. um, I'm fascinated in general with the idea of femininity and the negative and positive connotations Mm -hmm. of that. That's just something I am personally fascinated with. Therefore, when you put in the layer of how do you get? I mean, from simple. I tr- I've tried for years to get a funny headshot that isn't me in a trash can. <laughs> Not kidding. These photographers oh are gosh. like, what if you sit in the trash? 
trash can and then you're like you've got an apple and you're and you're an arrow and you're shrugging and you're like i don't know i'm like that's not that's that's not funny i don't know that sounds great not funny um i just wanted a headshot that because for girls you either have to be like a mom or sexy yeah so so in between yeah something between a sexy mom approachable maybe and funny it's really hard to find that I think that's really interesting, and I definitely think that there's conflicts in being a funny woman and also a feminine woman. Yeah. Because you sometimes feel like you have to be one of the boys to get into it. And once again, I'm still really referring more to my youth in that way, but I felt like, you know, you kind of got to be one of the guys, so I made the jokes. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'm pretty darn girly in my comedy, and nobody seems to mind. But <laughs> We could talk about this for hours, yeah, we really but could. we won't. This is my obsession. Um but let's ask for real obsessions. Okay. My so obsession. that's what I wanted to say. My obsession. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What's What's yours? Me first. Yeah. Okay. So if speaking of men and women, if you're a man, <laughs> just go ahead and fast forward like 45 seconds, because what I'm about to talk about is for women Woo! only. Why do you have that okay. crazy look on your face? Because my new obsession is thinks. Oh. Oh, this just got real girly. I'm wearing them right now. Ooh. <laughs> this just got really girly. I have the boy shorts on. Okay. okay. Had them on all day. Okay. I'll show them to you in a minute because they're super, like, just available. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. They're amazing. She's naked, you guys. We're they recording and she's... amazing. She's... And that's for that time, times. The time of that month. And it's just underwear. And it's amazing. It's, like, made of NASA, you guys. It's whatever it is. It... And and then when you go to relieve yourself, there's no mess. It's what? just it's How? um it's magic. It's magic. A friend of mine told me about it and swore by it. Said she said she has ten pairs and she doesn't use anything else. <gasps> and she's been she's been using them for five years. What? And so I was like, okay. I've always thought they were a little expensive, but if it rids me from using any other feminine product forever, okay. So I bought three pairs. And this is the first day, and I am sold. Wow. Have not worn anything all day. Just these. And Just you're these. wearing a white dress. You're wearing a white dress. Here, I'll tell you. They're boy shorts. Oh, my gosh. But I don't understand. I, and they're not, it's not padded. Like, it's amazing. It's amazing. But do you understand why? I don't understand. Do we need to understand? I, no, she said don't. there has to be some sort of, like, I don't absorbent. know, absorbent material that, like, they use in space. The only thing I want to do is I want to try to pee in them to see how much liquid they will hold. You are so weird sometimes. No, I want to, like, get in the bathtub and just try. Because you know how I, one of my wish lists well, Why don't was, you just put it in the bathtub? No, because I want, you have you, to see how much liquid it would hold. Because, you know, one of my wish lists was the bathroom in the car. What? I want to see it, how much, li- if try, I could actually you pee. See, I would fall off. I want to see if I could pee in my car and Okay, and instead of actually peeing in them could you just maybe put them in the sink and pour cups of water over that to measure like if you're wearing the shorts and you just like drip a bottle of water from the top of your body down oh, yeah. so it like runs down that just got real sexy so i hope, I hope sexy. all the men just like fast forwarded to that spot and all they yeah. hear is and then you just drip the water down <laughs> and it'll simulate <laughs> urination They're like i thought this was a Leaning towards a feminist podcast, and then all of a sudden... No, no, no. <laughs> I'll play to my strengths. <laughs> but obsession, you guys. Oh, uh, that's an interesting and good obsession. I I mean, I'm intrigued. My interest is peaked. Yeah, definitely. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. 
What's yours? My current obsession, and I, I will preface this by saying I've only been using it for like four or five days. Okay. Is the PodCoin app. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty into it yep, right now. You told it me about a, it. I downloaded it. Yeah. It's a podcast player. So whatever you're listening to this on, if you're listening to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify, we're on all of those. We are also now on PodCoin. And the interesting thing about this is if you are a listener on PodCoin, you accrue points Ooh. for the minutes that you listen to podcasts. Ooh. You can then cash in those points for gift cards to Amazon. Stop. And you can also donate them to charity. Not every podcast that I listen to is on it yet. Ooh. So. You guys um, are exclusive. Yeah. And we were a bonus episode this week, right? We are featured for the next two weeks. Which means you get like more points. Obsessed. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Rebecca, you are up. What is your obsession? So yeah. So I teased my obsession earlier when I said that I wrote a rap about this for a podcast. I am obsessed with MTV's The Challenge. I don't know this. Wait. Is it a TV show? Hold on. I don't watch it, but I do know that there are people on The Challenge that she knows. Stop. What? I mean, not know personally. But that you care about. Yes. Wait, who? Okay, so... Gordon Ramsay. No. No. (laughs) So the show was originally, and you might know about it this way, it was originally, and this is a tongue twister, the Real World Road Rules Challenge. Oh, yes. Okay. And so then it became the challenge. And so are there certain real world people that you really No, Love Island. Stop. Oh, it's Love Island. Oh, oh, girl. Yes. Wait, my Love Island? Your Love Island. I started watching it season 30 and I'm obsessed and I'm obsessed I think the characters are so interesting I think I'm fascinated by the way people behave when they know they're being watched yeah so I like trying to figure out when they're kind of playing things out for the cameras or when they truly have these emotions so I've never seen the premise are they solving problems is this a scavenger hunt like what's happening so that's that's sort of what the road rules was I think so the challenge basically is road rules was like the amazing race yeah kind of yeah so oh, on the, some of our listeners want us to go on the amazing I know. race. They have oh, been asking. you guys would be perfect on it. No. Yeah, okay. it'd be fun. It will be hot and it'd uncomfortable. Be you don't know. It might You'd not be, be a hot climate. Really? When was the last time that you watched Amazing Race and they stayed in a five-star hotel and got massages no, I know all day. they don't do that, but I'm saying it might not be hot. They might go somewhere cold and you have to, like, wear parkas. I think you'd be great TV. I don't like camping. Okay. Glamping? Just because you put but two letters in front money. of it, you win a lot. A lot, like, like how a, much? Like a million dollars? Like a million dollars? No way! Yes, or like five hundred thousand? I don't know. Now I'm just giving you a random number, but it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money because it's the goal for people that go on Big Brother now. Their goal is to. I know way too much about this stuff. <laughs> they go on Big Brother with the hopes that they're going to get to do Amazing Race, so they can win money. They win money in Big Brother, but if they don't win, then there's is like their second choice. Like yeah. they're ready to go to the next thing. Whoa. I still don't want to do it. I know. Okay. Well, on the challenge, basically, it's a number of guys and girls. They're sent to some foreign country. So right now, I believe that they're in Namibia for this season. Um, The countries are always so gorgeous. (laughs) They make everything look so beautiful. And then they do physical competitions. And then people are eliminated each week. And at the end, there's this huge physical competition for their final. And then somebody wins a ton of money. So it's like Survivor for hot people. Yeah, some of them have been on Survivor. Yeah. It's impossible to fathom doing any of the things that they do. Like, I have no envy. You know, they're like, this week that's coming up, they're in a plane that's, like, held up, like, a a 
kind of a physical plane. It's not in the air, but it's like held up on pulleys. And they have to sit in it and solve a puzzle while the whole plane turns 360 degrees. And then they have to jump out of the plane. No. I could do that. I could do that because it's not like cardio. (laughs) Yeah. It's just sitting in something that turns. I'd get sick. Last week they had to, for two hours, bring heavy things up a hill. So maybe we could tag team. I don't think it works that way. <laughs> you can't be like, I brought my lifelines. <laughs> but if we went on as like a team, you know. They have teams. They have partners. A lot of times it's like their vendetta. Oh. oh. What if we did it, but we had, but we went on as characters and only our listeners knew that we actually liked each other. Yeah. We had to like play it up the whole time. And we had like secret code. So like if I'd say something mean, I'd be like. And which meant like not really. All she all she did was wink, <laughs> you guys. She just <laughs> she just looked at me and winked. But it was endearing. <laughs> that was like a double wink. Oh, that that's the secret. That's the main <laughs> Well, I can't like flare my nostrils or anything. You or... can't? Like you're not capable. I can't. Hey, I you just did it. I did it. You kinda did it. It'd be tough maybe in that high pressure <laughs> you just, situation. You just my like eyes you, get big. When you flare your nostrils, you just look like you had plastic surgery. <laughs> like your eyes get really big no and talks. then everything gets like stiff. <laughs> that's good. What you yeah. did for your lip was really perfect. Oh, that's good. She's like relaxed her top lip or frozen it. Yeah. Anyway. Ooh, all right. Yeah, that's my obsession. <laughs> I and love I it. I've become obsessed with a podcast. Yeah, wait. That is related to it. Got oh, it. Nice. Can I shout out that podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Challenge Mania. It is so good. It is hosted by Scott Yeager and Derek Kaczynski. Derek was on the show, and Scott is hilarious and funny and really smart. And they one day were like, we want to get some, like, comedy, like, parody songs. And I was like, okay. And so I wrote a parody to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and, like, sent it in. And I was like, this is this is worth it. It felt That's good. awesome. Yeah. Do you, do you want to do a little bit of your rap song? Oh, gosh, we'd right have to now? find it, but I will. Okay. Okay, here we go. Give us a little sample. <laughs> on MTV Reality, born and raised on the couches where I spent most of my days, Johnny Banana's backpack worn by CT, Derek and Joss's height looking fell hella gritty, messed up, Banana steals the money, Kara wins on her own, Zach and Amanda send themselves home, I went to one little casting and challenge God say, you're going to the challenge with your Uncle TJ. <laughs> The rest of this rap will only be available to Patreon members who are on the 10K Companion, Partner, Soulmate, and Celebrity Tiers. So look out for that extra content, you guys. Okay, um, your rap stylings are fly. Thank Is you that so what the much. kids say? Uh, I think that's what we would say as kids. When we were kids. Yeah, uh, I don't know what they say now. Uh, Is lit? You're a rap. You're a rap. You spit lyrics lit. Nope, that okay. didn't work. You spit lyrics lit. <laughs> Your flow uh, hustled and flowed. We're back to thinks. Yeah. <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. Uh, shall we wish list? Let's wish list. Allison Burns. I wish for good skin. <laughs> oh. I mean, it's not terrible. Yeah, but it's lovely to me. Like, I'm just tired. I've tried so many things, and I feel like something works for a very long time, and then all of a sudden it doesn't. And I'm like, how did sure. this happen? So then I'll switch, and then I'll be like, ooh, no, this now works, and then it doesn't. Uh-huh. I mean, it's just, you know, it's a cycle, and I don't like it. I understand that. That's all. That's a good one, though. I I, I like that one for you. What's yours? My wish list. Okay. Um, this is super uh, domestic. Have you heard of the LG laundry detergent sheets? 
No. Okay. Is it like the ball that I had? Remember the no, ball no, no. of washes? This is like a sheet. You know those dryer sheets that you can yeah. get? Yeah. It's like that, but it's detergent and it <gasps> dissolves in the water. Ooh, I like, I like so that too. They say it's good for like, um, there's no waste. Yeah. It's good for traveling, like all that kind of stuff. It's eleven ninety nine on Amazon for 45 loads, <gasps> 45 sheets. That's very well yeah. priced. I think so too. It's not the only brand of this. So as soon as I started looking it up, there are other brands that do laundry detergent sheets. I had just never heard I of it. I've never heard of that either. So that's my wish list. No, I love it. What you got, Siegel? So my wish list is something that I've actually been wanting to buy something from this company for a really long time, um, but I have no need to. And now they release something that I really want, which is the company's Gypsy Shrine. And they have biodegradable glitter in gold <gasps> and silver. Ooh. So they're a company that does all these gorgeous, like, glitters for and, like, rhinestone pieces. Yes. Oh. For your face. And they do all these incredible festival looks. It's a British company. Uh-huh. They do these gorgeous festival looks. And every time I watch, like, one of their videos, I'm like, oh, I want that one and I want that one. But I don't have a festival to go to, so I just don't buy That's them. So but now fun. biodegradable glitter, I feel like I'm helping the environment if I get it. That's I like, like that. Something I didn't even know I needed. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. It's beautiful. They're, I mean, their products are gorgeous, and they're follow them on Instagram. Their images are so pretty. Okay. That's really cool. Nice um, edible glitter. Oh, no, biodegradable. Biodegradable. <laughs> I think that might be for a different purpose. They, no, they, no, they do have edible glitter because you can put them on cupcakes. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Right. But that's not what she right. wished for. I. <laughs> I'd be it. fine with it edible glitter. I made it edible in my head, and I don't know why. You're like, I need this. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Put in your coffee or something on your phone. I oh, don't yeah, that. that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of face. great. I love that. So basic. Um, okay. Awesome. You know what I'm excited about? I'm excited about what you're excited about. You are? Yeah. Why are the you excited about our it? our guest yes. is doing her own 10k day yeah that is what i'm excited about except i had a more selfish viewpoint on that which was that i was excited that i'm not doing one oh, right. and i get to play allison burns which means i just get to sit Ooh. and listen to you guys make me laugh but you already exceeded expectations by preparing a wish list and an obsession i have to say i didn't exceed expectations i met, met standards <laughs> <laughs> is this a review from work I hate those meats. I want to exceed in every category. Oh, that's funny. Well, All right. So should, oh, what yeah, do you think? That's, I don't know. Do you want to go first? Or I think you... I'm nervous, so I'd like to go first. Oh, yeah, okay. do it. Is that okay? I'm excited. Yeah. Let's hear it. Okay. Where are you going? Oh, wait. We need to sing it. It's time for 10K Days. Perfect. Beautiful. Um, So for my 10K Day, I thought about this before I heard any previous podcasts okay it's referenced in a, in a moment of a previous one but i am going to barcelona <gasps> Barca, Barca. so i went to barcelona when i was a very very poor student living in italy learning language and i'd like to go as a very poor adult oh yeah. you know right i want to go again <laughs> but, but with 10k poor. i won't exactly. be poor yes. okay so um i am staying in the hotel palace barcelona Nice. Mm-hmm. In their Grand Deluxe Suite. But what's cool about this hotel is that they have art suites. So they have a Salvador Dali suite and a Josephine Ooh. Baker suite and a Ronnie Wood from Rolling Stone suite. Okay. And they're all like designed like how they like to stay in those rooms when they would visit the hotel. 
Oh. Yeah. So they're gorgeous. That's really cool. Oh, that's cool. I couldn't find any available nights, so I therefore could never find the price. Okay. I spent a good, like, 30 minutes trying different times of year I thought it'd be available. Did you just guess? No, I ended up, I went, I downgraded to the Grand Deluxe. Oh, okay. Um, But that room is, I love it says, are all exterior with abundant natural light, completely soundproof. Oh. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Do my singing in the morning. They have an elegant decorative fireplace, which dates from 1919. What I liked the best was their bathroom. They have these Roman style bathrooms decorated with mosaics. Oh. It's really gorgeous. Nice. Um, And they have a pillow menu. Which oh, I've heard you mention. I love a pillow menu. Wait, remind me of what that is. Well, wait, you get to pick what kind of pillow you want. I think so. Can I be clear and say that I've never seen one? No, and me I either. also never Googled it. But in my head, this is what it should be. I think so. Like I firm, that, soft. Right? Yeah, like you can silk. pick body, face of a yes. celebrity. Yeah, oh. body pillow, face okay. pillow, hard pillow, soft pillow. That's cool. What yeah. kind of case? You want, like that's silky what I case, yeah. cotton okay. case. That's what I, I like that. Mm-hmm. I said that's what I amend you. <laughs> Perfect. I so the hotel looks beautiful. It's gorgeous. Um, so then I get there, wake up. It's time for breakfast. So I'm going to go to breakfast at a place called Eat My Trip Brunch and Bakery. All right. Okay. Very interested. And it's apparently in English. Okay. That is its title. Um, but I'm going to get the Magic French Toast, which is described as soft brioche soaked in cream ice, in cream and drizzled with our salted caramel, served with seasonal fruits, sour cream, and Ooh. infused sugar <gasps> floss! Exclamation point. Ooh. So they're excited about that sugar floss. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited about it, too. That like sounds delicious. And apparently, um, like, hot chocolate which is more like drinking chocolate, yeah. is a really big deal there. Okay. So um, I saw. So I'm going to have their hot chocolate. Gotcha. Um, oh, I never said for the price for the hotel room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so for that Grand Deluxe for two nights, it's 1,618 euro. Okay. I did the transla- translation at the very, yeah. very end, however you say it. Gotcha. Exchange, but yeah. while I go through, I'm going to say euro. Perfect. Um, so then that breakfast is only going to be like $5 euro, $15 euro with a $5 tip. Easy. It's like 20 euro. So the main reason that I want to go back to Barcelona is because I love Gaudi. Like I love. Oh, okay. Yeah. Obsessed. And the one I was just listening to with Vanessa, you guys are talking about the cathedral, La the, Sagrada the, Familia. It's the drippy yeah. cathedral, yeah. right? It does. It looks like when you're a little kid and you make a sandcastle and yeah. you drink the water. Uh-huh. It's so, so I, you know, I went and did that like for an hour with no money and like stress. So yeah. I would love to go with this $10,000, you know? Um, and so I'm going to do a four hour guided tour where I, where I will discover, live and enjoy the three most important and innovative pieces of work of the genius of Gaudi. So Parkuel, I'm sure I'm butchering the pronunciation, especially because things are in Catalan. Mm, join the club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do love your pronunciations. La Sagrada Familia and then Caso Batlo. Which okay. I don't really know how to say. Where I have previously been, and I have taken some of the worst photos of myself ever. And there's a reason I bring that up. So I want to go back to these places that I've been, and I want to do a new photo shoot. Yeah, that's that, a great idea. That is 10K all the way. I think so. Yeah. I love those photos of myself, but I, I could use a glowed up, she yeah. got it together photo. Um, so I am going to have a photo company come this bcn personal photographer services okay they're going to come and do a photo shoot with me in the park which they said is a perfect location for a highly romantic photo shoot i don't need the romance but i'm gonna look good 
Um, and they talk more about the park and how gorgeous it is because it is really beautiful. But I, and that's going to cost me 160 euro. Oh gosh, I forgot to say for the Gaudi tour, it'll be 490 euro because it's going to be four hours private tour guide and with transportation. Oh, that's okay. A lot that is a lot. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm not good great. at the Euro. But the guided tour. I'm sure it's, yeah. No, it is a lot. Okay. Yeah. It is. It, that was like more than I thought it would be, but it seems worthwhile. So then for the photo shoot, <clears throat> for them to come do a photo shoot for me in the one location was 160 euro. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which I thought was reasonable. Yeah. That's not, that doesn't seem like that much for a photo shoot. Yeah. I, I feel agree, like people but... I know would charge that much to take photos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but as you saw in that photo where I'm in like seersucker long shorts past my knees and a conflicting horizontal stroke yes. top, <laughs> I'd like to try a different look. Okay. So I felt like I should go with some classic Spanish designers Ooh, for a look. I like Nailing that. it. Did not know any classic Spanish designers. Had to Google it. But one of them is Balenciaga. Okay. And so I chose, and I have a picture of this super cute white t-shirt with a black Balenciaga logo. It's very simple. That is very, very very simple. simple. T-shirt with a logo, 495 euro. Now to go with the t-shirt, I chose a very simple houndstooth pant. Love it. Perfect. Simple. Kind of like ankle length, tapered up ankle, 1,050 Appropriate price for a pair of pants, right? That's so much. 1,000. That's like 100% more than your photo shoot is costing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. That's crazy. I was pretty shocked by these prices. Um, But I need some cute shoes. Yeah. And I don't know if you know this, but a very cute Spanish shoe designer is Manolo Blahnik. Oh, well, yes. I had no idea. Makes sense. I would have guessed Italian. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. But I haven't really I've, thought about it, but I'm excited to see whatever shoe yeah. you're about to I bought a pair up. of shoes. Navy green, satin, crystal detail pumps. Crystal. Navy green, satin, crystal. They're like a navy blue pump with a closed toe and a T-strap, but along the T-strap is basically a giant piece of costume jewelry with Love diamonds it. around the side and a giant, like, obviously faux sapphire in the middle. And those were 1195 So good. And those were dollars. It's just interesting because you could get those pants... Or Manolo Blahnik shoes. Yeah. You get two of those t-shirts or Manolo Blahnik shoes. <laughs> yeah. You could pay your rent or, or buy yeah. Manolo Blahnik shoes. <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, then I got this Barcelona bag from a company called Low, which is this cute little bag. It's blue, yeah. leather satchel. Very um, cute. Nice details. And it's 2890 <gasps> Jeez Louise. Yeah. But then I rounded it off with something really cheap, which is just uh, a scarf from Adolfo Dominguez. And it's just like a pretty little scarf that I thought oh, I could yeah. like wear in my hair, like tied Super around my head. Super cute. Um, and it was only 40 euro. Oh, great. Which for a 10K day is cheap. But that is for cheap. me, I would never I know, buy a $40 a scarf. scarf. I know. Yeah. Then I'm going to lunch at a place called Console. And I went a little wild for lunch. Yeah. I was hungry. As you should. I had my photo shoot and I was yeah. ready to, you know. Because now you, yeah. Now you can let it out. Exactly. Unbutton the pants. Unbutton those $1,000 pants. Yeah. Exactly. I hope they give a little. Careful because those buttons are like $200 each. Oof. Yeah. Truth. So I got anchovies from Cantabria. Yum. As an appetizer for $25. Okay. Dollars and 50 You don't like? No. I don't. You haven't ever had. I like them really chopped up finely in Caesar salad dressing. Okay. Yes, but the anchovies that you're talking about are so different from the anchovies that she's talking That's about. That's probably true. But I've I never had eat, a real, I guess, anchovy. But I would eat both. I eat the ones that you are thinking of. Yeah. I eat them, like, out of a bowl. 
Interesting. My first boyfriend used to say that I was like a cat because I just sit with a bowl yeah. filled with anchovies and just be like, delicious. I eat it on pizza. Okay. Oh, so good on pizza. So good on pizza. Don't sleep on anchovies, you guys. Be your own person. Try it. But I, no, it's like white. You're thinking of like white anchovies is probably what they would have, right? Well, like I'm wondering a, if it's like when they just take one. the actual fish and they grill it. It's mm. the anchovy fish. Yeah. Not necessarily. The oh, it sco- could be. Not necessarily the oil cured. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you're right. Then I'm going to get squid rings and batter, which yep. I think is a translation of calamari <laughs> for 20 euro. Then because I deserve it, I'm getting a local lobster. Oh, a Spanish oh, lobster. Okay. A local Spanish lobster. That's cool. Hola, says the lobster. <laughs> oh, it's $53.50. It's about right for lobster. Yeah. The thing that I'm the most excited about is dessert. They have a squeezed lemon sorbet um, from Valencia. And uh, when I was little, at the Italian restaurant that we'd always go to, you could get, like, a lemon that would come out, and it would have the, the sorbet, like, lemon sorbet in it, right? Mm-hmm. So they, like, scooped out the lemon. And to me, that's the most magical yeah. thing. Yeah. So I imagine this comes in a lemon. Yeah. If it doesn't, I'll be really sad. And then I also got some caramelized onions coated with two different textures of chocolate and covered in cocoa powder. Yum. Wait. What? Caramelized onions covered in oh, two different almonds. types of... Did I say onions? You said oh. onions. That's why I was like, pause. <laughs> Caramelized onions covered with two oh, different like, textures of chocolate and exactly what she said. You just... You didn't even blink an eye, but you were like, okay. I'd try it. <laughs> I love a caramelized onion. I mean, I do too. Yeah. I just, As a dessert? I just needed to talk about it. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right. That's her kind of onion. <laughs> and this meal is expensive. This is 140 euro. Oh. Well, for me, that sounds no, 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 for you, but right? 10k. But 10k, that's not too bad. That's not bad. All right. I if your meal is a tenth of the price of your pants, you're well within your means. Yeah. A lot of that money went to the clothes. Yeah. Now, um, that meal is the 141. I'll put in some for tip. Oh yeah. So it got me to 141 with tip. Now this is where I just really treat myself. I decide I am going to take a plane to Madrid. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much. So excited about it. The reason that I'm going to Madrid is because my favorite director is Pedro Almodovar. Okay. And he's a Spanish director, and he does a ton of his movies in Madrid. And so I am in advance to get excited going to buy myself the El Madrid de Almodovar, which is a, a guide... I'm translating it in my head. A guide of like the scenes, the museums, the stores, and the curiosities of Madrid sort of through the lens of scenes of his movie. It's only three euro, so I feel good about that. Three euro? Yeah. Read a little bit on the plane. But mostly on the plane, I'm going to watch some Almodovar movies. I know it's only an hour and a half, but I want to have all of his like 18 movies available to me. So that's going to cost about $330 on iTunes. Smart. They're all available there now. Yeah. And then once I get to Madrid, I'm going to do the tour that's in the book. Mm-hmm. He basically sets out a tour for you for how you can go see these scenes in real life. I feel like I should interrupt and tell you I don't know what movies he would have done. No, no. I, I That's where I was like, in the beginning, I was like, I, I do like the challenge, too. Because this makes me sound like the most, like, mm, I love Almodovar. He is, like, a super fancy director. What did he do that people would know? All about my mother. They're all Spanish language films. He's where Antonio Banderas comes from. He's a lot of what okay. Penelope Cruz comes from, Gael Garcia Bernal. They're movies about women. They're movies about LGBT. They're just 
real. Okay. Gorgeous. I've got to look them up. Yeah. Yeah. We will. And That's it'll right. be on the blog. <laughs> it'll be on the blog. Well, I, I love him. And I, yeah, I've studied his movies in school and I just love them. So it would be really cool to see where some of these things happened. Um, they can be really funny, but they're also very dramatic. But he loves women. Like, he really respects women and just focuses on them. So one of the first places I'm going to go is the Tablao Villa Rosa, which is um, where he shot a scene from the movie High Heels. Uh, in the scene, I just love reading the descriptions of what happened in these movies. In this century-old wine bar, Panama, Panamanian, is that Panamanian pop idol Miguel Bosé plays a Madrid j- judge turned drag queen named Lethal, belting uh-huh. out the torch song Uno, uh, Un Año de Mi Amor. Today you'll see flamenco on the stage while sharing paella, garlic prawns, and salt. Nice. <laughs> so that's the location of that scene. Of that scene. But you're just going to eat I'm going to eat there and see the dancers. There's flamenco dancers. Got that's it. cool. I'm going to love the environment. It's all very Andalusian, it says. Then I'm going to go to the Circulo de Bellas Artes, which um, <laughs> I just love you. These movies are so depressing, but I saw what I got. And I'm like... Almodovar's masterpiece, All About My Mother, was mostly filmed in Barcelona, but hinges on a tragedy shot around this emblematic Madrid building. The art center where Cecilia Roth's teenage son is run over and killed after a performance of A Streetcar Named Desire. Oh! (laughs) Okay. The interior has elegant rooms for play, screenings, and exhibitions. Oh, great. (laughs) Well, like, I want to go and I want to take, like, a selfie. Of course. Like, in front of this, like, sad place in this movie. oh, Oh, I will keep that on. The one that I'm most excited about is called Bar Cock. Okay. Why wouldn't it? Yeah. Why wouldn't it be? It's in one of my favorite movies of his, um, where it's just like a it's like a bar like night nightclub. It's where a character has a drug overdose. <laughs> but I'm like so excited by that idea of seeing it. Because it's a really like integral <laughs> yeah. scene. It's the beginning of the movie. He's fine. He makes it through. <laughs> he pulls through. Good. <laughs> and then there's a couple other bars in the area where they talk about like where they like to go. And one's like, oh I really prefer to drink at Tonic. And that's, like, another bar you can go to, too. Oh, wow. So he used real bars yeah. with real names in his films. Which I didn't ever know. That's really cool. Yeah, that's cool. So I think that would be fun and yeah. and nerdy. And I'm one of the few people who'd be like, this is up my alley. Uh, but then for dinner, I'll have dinner in Madrid before I go back. And I'm going to do another total nerdy film thing, which is go to a restaurant called Viridiana. Which is in Madrid, named for the film by the Spanish director Luis Buñuel. Okay. Now he did Un Chien Andalou, which is if you've ever seen the image of a an eyeball getting cut. Yeah. That comes from this movie. I thought that was from Nine and a Half Weeks or Nine Nine. I thought that was somebody else. Maybe it's a different image. It's one where it's it's a cow's eye. You don't see that as a cow, but it's like black and white. It's not a Fellini film. Oh, you're thinking of um, Otomezzo, eight and a half? Eight and a half. I knew it was a number. That's awesome. <laughs> that was so close. And they're both like very similar, not similar, but you know. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a Buñuel and Dali. Okay. Made it. And um, and so he makes a lot of crazy movies. Crazy, crazy, crazy movies. Um, and I've never seen this movie, Viridiana, but this restaurant is named after it. And um, the guy who runs the restaurant just like loves Buñuel. So I was like, well, that's nerdy and great. And so I'm going to have... El Gazpacho de Abraham. Don't know who Abraham is, but it's his gazpacho for 20 euro. Then I'm going to have a Pez San Pedro Mediterraneo, which I think was a fish from the area, which is 33. Then I'm going to get art- artisanal cheeses. Yum. Yeah. Which I was excited about for oh, 21. Yeah. Cheese all day. 
And it's going to be about $100 for a euro. Okay. 100 euro for the dinner. Gotcha. Then I'm going to hop back on that plane, watch another Almodovar movie. It's going to be another 100 euro and another $50 back to the... For the transportation. Mm-hmm. For the hotel. Got it. Yeah. Love, I'm switching it out of euro and dollar. Like, it's interchangeable. But that will be my day. And that brings me to $9,312. That, That's good. That is awesome. Balenciaga helped me out. Nice. How hard was it to put that day that together? That was so hard. <laughs> yeah. Now, Lulu actually did Barcelona. I was going to guess that you'd done it at some totally point. Totally different, though. Episode 32. Mm-hmm. And, oh, completely different. I stayed at the W on the beach. Ooh, that W looked great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought about staying there. I feel like I wrote a song. She wrote a song and hired a DJ, had oh. him record it. Uh, yeah, yeah. We and then it at the house party. went to, like, this bar and had him play her single. Ooh. Yeah. It was interesting. Did I have a rotating bed? A <gasps> circular bed. A circular bed. Yeah. I looked at that hotel. Oh, rotating circular bed. It, it, was, it rotating. was rotating. Wait, this sounds like yes. a party day. Sometimes you have to think it, outside the box, for sure, which is why she... she flew to Madrid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I always wanted to do that, though. Or Even when I wasn't trying reported. to raise the money, I was like, I'm going to find a way to get them again. Yeah, no, it's that's so great. great. It was really good. I'll be tired. It'll be a busy day. Yeah. but And you got things it. you could keep, like your yeah. clothes. That's Allison's big thing. She wants you to be able to take something home. Yeah. Memories. Love it. I'm so proud of you. Thank Over you. Over 9,000. That's good. I hope I did a good job. Yeah, it was that great. was great. Um, Allison Burns. Yeah. Tell me about your 10K day. I am going somewhere just as exotic. Mm. I'm going to Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> I used to live there. Really? Really? There's an Air Force base there. Right, okay. Patterson Air Force Base. Very cool. Well, I am staying in this amazing Airbnb called the Ballsley House. The first two, (laughs) yeah, I know. The first two Uh sentences, it says distinctly iconic and uniquely historic. Distinctly Distinctly iconic and uniquely historic. historic. That's our new tongue twister. (laughs) I mean, it. The pictures are gorgeous. It was built in 1877. By a master carpenter who was famous for inventing the practical folding wooden stepladder. He invented that. That is a that is a very useful invention. Yes. And glamorous. <laughs> yes. Um, but the pictures are so beautiful. Now it does say it is not safe or suitable for children Stop. zero to twelve years old. What? Uh-uh. Yeah. What happens to them there? Yeah. I don't know. Is there a ghost? To twelve years old. Yeah. Is there a I just witch? think because looking at the Sharp pictures, corners. it's so gorgeous. And the decor is like both modern and vintage. They don't want kids like, there. Like they just—that's their way of saying like, "Don't bring kids." I think there's an evil because they might die. That yeah. comes for children. Yeah. Um. Anyways, two nights in this place, five thousand six hundred forty-five dollars for this Airbnb in Dayton, Ohio. Ohio. Yes. <gasps> you guys, it's stunning though. I love three floors. You have to post There's pictures. a personal massage room, a water tile shower experience, a massage chair, a sauna, six bedrooms, a, a parlor, a library. I mean, it's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Um, we'll post pictures. So I'm going to get a car while I'm there. Okay. And I found a car service called Callahan's Premium Car Service. And here's what I decided to do. Not only am I getting a driver and a car for the whole day, a luxury car, $2,000 for the driver and the car for the whole day. In Ohio. Yes. But I'm also going to pay extra for security detail. Stop. I'm going to get my own bodyguard. You've never done that before. 
are eighteen hundred dollars. Oh my gosh, that's affordable day for for my bodyguard that just is to walk such... around, like open the door, and then just stand there and look. <gasps> right, I'm just gonna look important, dude. Baller move, right? That's amazing. Security card. Yeah, what are you going to tell that person when they show up and they're like, "Hi, I'm here to you know be your person." What are you going to say? Why? Do you going to say why you need them? Oh no, I'm just going to say thanks. <gasps> they're going to think someone has a contract out on your head. Yeah, who knows? Oh. Or then I'm just real famous. Well, How they would fun. know who you were if you were real famous. I mean, maybe, maybe not. They don't know. Semi-famous. They'll show up and I'll put on big glasses. <gasps> there it is. That's big exactly. shades, a hat. Yeah, that's what they all do. Yeah, a ball cap and big yeah. glasses, and then don't talk. To and them. a towel. Done. Over my so head. basically you get to be a celebrity for a day. Yes. That's good. Okay, so they're going to pick me up, and I'm going to go to Ghost Light Coffee. When I show up, everyone's going to be like, oh, who's this? Who's this? I'm going to get a latte, and super excited about this, they have seasonal beer inclusion bagels. Ooh. What? There's beer in the dough. That's extra bad for a gluten allergy. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like gluten wheat beer. on wheat. Yeah. <laughs> So they have all kinds of different bagels that have beer infused in them. Okay. Right? I thought it sounded good. I mean, yeah. Probably delicious. So I'm going to spend about $20 there. So then I'm going to do a 30-minute drive in this amazing – I'm going to eat my bagel and my latte in the car. Yeah. I'm going to drive in this car to Calvin's Corny Maze. It's a corn maze. What? And I have my security guard go with me. Unicorn <laughs> And like, we can even maybe pretend like there's like, like zombies or something. And he's like, ah, and he has to like protect me. Maybe you need to me. check the areas yeah, before like, you go into before it. before I go. Oh, so like, now he's a have partner. A whole experience. Now he's a partner yeah. in the corn maze. But here's the thing. What Technically. Oh, right. Oh my goodness. I know. What if you fell in love with your security guard? And Wouldn't that be crazy? See? And then I will have to get the marriage efficient license and I will have to marry you from this romantic, most romantic episode of yeah. $10 Dollar Day. I mean, first I'd have to get divorced, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's that right. would I be forgot. sad, but yeah. <laughs> complications. Um, okay, so technically this place is not open until August, but it's family run and these mazes don't just disappear. No. So I feel like if I show up in my car, normally it's seven dollars to get in. I'm gonna offer them a hundred and fifty. Whoa! Be like, hey, family. Yeah. On your days off, your months off, can I go through your corn maze with my bodyguard? Hundred and fifty bucks. They're gonna be like, absolutely. And normally that seven dollars includes a wagon ride. So I'm gonna be like, I'm not you wanna even... throw it in. Right? Oh, I thought you were gonna negotiate not to have no, it. No, I think that they should offer that. Okay. Um It would be fair. Yeah. So they should corn just maze. Offer. never been through one, think it'd be fun. After that, God, I'm just you know when you write things and then you go <laughs> you go, Wow, this yes. day, okay, I did all of these amazing things and now I'm gonna go to the children's discovery garden <laughs> doing all these like like kid things. The bodyguard's gonna love it. <laughs> So this this garden is in Metro Park. It's divided into three main areas. Um, they have a music maze, fossil cave, and a sandbox. And it looks super sure. fun. I couldn't find a price for this entry for the children's really? Discovery Garden. No. Weird. But they do have a place to donate. So I'm going to donate $35 to go into the museum. Oh, not okay. feeling that generous today, no, are we? Well, here's my... <laughs> No, I mean... With her security guard. Donate her sunglasses. Donate as much as we would donate. And she's like, hello, I would like all the children to be in the other room, please, while I play with the exhibits. Here's $35. Keep the change. (laughs) I mean, but think about it. I've already spent five, over five, almost 6,000 on the house and almost 4,000. 
That's almost ten this already. This is a that has to suffer. You <laughs> spent a lot of money to look we important. We have to prioritize. <laughs> it's all substance. No. All style. No substance. Well, she'll learn something at the museum. About the Ohio foliage. That's right. I forgot about the foliage yeah. in Dayton. So now I need dinner. I skipped lunch because, you know. Um. <laughs> She's just full of fun. <laughs> Enough time. She ate some um, corn in the maze. But I found this really cool uh, restaurant called Cold Water. They have private dining at the chef's table. Oh. Um, it's a table set for four guests, so I have to buy four. Okay. Why are you <laughs> laughing at me? Um, it's a five-course dinner with wine pairing. Uh-huh. The cost is $75 a person for food, plus an additional 50 if you want wine. So I'm going to do four of the food to buy out the table, yeah, yeah, but yeah. only one of the wine. Because the wine is optional. You were on a budget today. I am. You got real close, didn't I, you? I kind well. of feel bad for them because they would have expected to have sold those four seats plus the four wines. wines. I only did, I did four seats, one wine. And so the my sad total... thing is that the server that was depending on that also works at the Children's Museum. So it's just been a really rough day for him. <laughs> it is... Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, he saw me come and he was like, Ugh. oh, here she comes. <laughs> She's got her sandbox pail with her. <laughs> Put my leftovers. You can get any merchandise at the Children's Museum you no, can wear. No, oh. I didn't. Oh, gosh. Get anything. Funny. She can't afford it. She, she can't afford any no, of that. She'll be a $10,000. That astronaut ice cream for $10. Listen, uh, it was three fifty for that dinner. And I'm already done with my day. My total, $10,000 <laughs> on the dot. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Did you invite the bodyguard to come to dinner? Oh, yeah, he could totally just can't drink wine because he needs to be ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, I think you fall in love. Well, that's good because you didn't let him have lunch, so he's probably <laughs> starving. Or breakfast, I just realized. I didn't buy him coffee. What if he went and got lunch while you were in the children's museum oh, and it was like him at a really small table in a tiny chair? <laughs> With like a PB&J. And he's oh, really cross the whole sandwiches. A cheese stick. <laughs> and all the kids are next to him looking up at him. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's, I hope that The Rock plays him in the oh, movie because oh, yeah. that'll be a really funny day. So my question to you, Rebecca Siegel, is if you had 10000 to give away in Barcelona, where would you give it? So I found this organization that seems great. It's a little scary to choose an organization when you can't, you know, know everything about them and make yeah, sure you sure. agree with everything. Sure. That made me a little neurotic. But this organization looks great. It's called the Barcelona Women's Network. It's a nonprofit, non-religious, and non-political, so I thought that was good for what it's doing, social and charitable organization offering support and friendship to both local and international women residing in Barcelona. Yeah. I like that. So it's like like a women's group. It's just trying to unite women, and all these things they say is about, like, trying to encourage a greater cultural understanding among the different people and bridging gaps between different ethnicities and different walks of life. Then they give back to the community. They do fundraising. So they do fundraising for a number of different other organizations. And so those all looked great to me as well. Perfect. This is such a a pro-women episode. I Wow. Uh, Allison Burns. So the same children's... Discovery Garden. Oh, good. Thank goodness. They are part of the Metro Park organization. Uh Uh-huh. So you can become a champion with them. 
and it's an easy way to support the foundation. And uh, you can either do a month-to-month gift or a one-time. So I would give my one-time $10,000, and uh, they are there to protect the region's natural heritage and to offer outdoor and indoor experiences that inspire people of all ages Aww. to connect with nature. Perfect. I See, they that. got their money in the they end. They got their money. They, they got did. more than we would have thought. Yeah. That's right. I mean, and I'm going to put them on our Instagram. There you go. So they're winning. Yeah. Uh, that was awesome. We were actually doing a, what's it called? A review. I always re- called it a recommendation. Yeah, we a review have... campaign. Oh, I like that. We're doing a review campaign right now. Allison, why don't you tell them about it? Because my mouth isn't working. Well, we currently have 73 reviews on Apple Podcast, and what we're looking for is 100. Mm. So that means the next, I don't know, don't do math, to get us to 100, <laughs> how many is that? 36? 27? 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. Just review us on Apple Podcasts. And <laughs> no, we're gonna, no, not 36. I think we're it's gonna send you a postcard. So the next twenty <laughs> the next twenty something. Twenty seven. The ne- the next twenty seven. This is going well. The next twenty seven people that review us on Apple Podcasts will get a postcard. Just make sure that you email us at 10kdollarday at gmail.com or send us an Instagram message or uh, where else? Facebook yeah. message telling us you just reviewed us with your address so that we can send you that postcard. Yeah. We'll actually send you the postcard even if it's not Apple Podcasts that you... Correct. Because some people aren't listening on an Apple device. So you can um, you can review us on Stitcher. I, Google Podcasts maybe does reviews. Yeah. But there are other just ways to do it. let us know and then we'll send you a postcard. And talk to us on the Facebook and the Instagram and the Twitter. We like talking to all of you people. We like getting to know where you're from and who you are. And don't forget, if you are in Atlantic City or Philly, we are doing shows in your area this fall. So we will talk more about that in coming weeks. Um, We also have a Patreon campaign. Thank you to everybody who's been supporting us. It really helps us uh, as we buy our plane tickets and apply for festivals and all that kind of stuff. It's really awesome. And we have a What's Your Happy campaign on Instagram. That's right. So if you go to your Instagram and on your story, especially post pictures or video or even just words about what makes you happy for that day, hashtag What's Your Happy, tag at 10K Dollar Day, and we will repost that. And make sure you check out our story because we always post ours as well. Ooh, I'll do that. And we end every episode with our happies. Mm-hmm. So... I'm going to go to Allison first. What is your happy? My happy is, I mean, when this airs, it will have been passed. But I'm going to see uh, Endgame tomorrow. Mm. Oh, that's your happy? Yeah. I'm excited about it. I adored it. Totally. I haven't seen it I yet. will obviously no comment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go see no it. No spoilers, but excited very excited. Uh, what's your happy? My happy um, was... I hope it's okay if it was a couple of days ago. Yeah, but my happy no all the time. My happy all the time is my um my or my nephews, um who's a, like best friends boys that asked me to be their aunt. Aww. And the happy was talking to the elder son, who's oh my gosh, he's six or seven. Now I don't know. Um, but he and I talked about RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, that's so fun. Because he loves the show. That's great. And that was my happy. That's cute. I said like Evie that. Oddly, he felt bad that she has so many injuries. And I <laughs> loved that. <laughs> my happy, I wrote my happy six hours ago. Okay. okay. And it's changed? No. Oh. But for the first time, I used my happy to manifest something as opposed to think back on what a happy was. So you, oh, just do it. Say it. At, at uh, six hours ago, I typed happy manifesting finding my purse. 
I will tell you this you now. You lost it, but I found it <gasps> because I manifested it as my happy. The secret. That That's my great. happy would be that I found it. That's wow. awesome. Right? I'm going to start doing that. Ask me where I found it. Where'd you find it, Lulu? In a drawer in my bathroom. Why? Wow. I don't know. Were you drunk? No. I think, well, this this morning I was really tired. I didn't sleep well. So I think in the morning as I was getting ready, I, I, I had put it in my makeup drawer. Oh, okay. You know, so I yeah, think it was open yeah. and then I was shutting drawers. and yeah. That's awesome. Positive thoughts. And it yeah, happened. that's great. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so we're really excited that Rebecca joined us. Thank you so much. You were I'm so yes, happy. Thank Wonderful. You. I hope you had fun. Thank, oh, yes. Good. We're going to have all of her contact info of her professional stuff up on our blog and all that, all that blah, blah, blah. You'll be able to see her. You'll be able to interact with her. And definitely get in touch with us if you have something to say. Um, $10K Day is produced by Ash Burns. Music is by Stan Collins. Graphic art is by Jacob McAllister. You know Jacob McAllister, don't you? No? He's cool. Uh, 10K Saturday voiceover is by Charlie Hume. Thanks, as always, to Buzzsprout. We're going to end this episode the way we end every episode. Rebecca, are you ready? Yes. With With friends friends like us, us, who needs amenities? Amenities.